From Ranch TV Studios, this is Beef with Millennials, hosted by Allie and Corey. We are here to give you the facts on beef production and how we as millennials can make an impact on the future of the beef industry. So Corey, who do we have with us for this episode? So today we have Lori Costello here who is getting her doctorate in the agriculture agricultural communication and journalism department. Uh, she's going to speak to us today about marketing within the agricultural industry. So how are you doing today, Lori? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. So let's get straight into it. Uh, give us a little background information about where you grew up. Sure. Um, so I grew up on a small farm in southwest Iowa. My dad raised um, hogs and, and uh, cattle, and we ra- also grew corn and soybeans. So I, I went to, um, I did my undergrad in at Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa, majored in advertising. And after I graduated, I worked for several agricultural businesses in the, in the central Iowa area. So like Ag Leader Technology, which is a company that makes precision farming equipment. I also worked for Pioneer Hybrid, which is a seed company. I worked for an uh, ad agency, and Napa Auto Parts was one of our clients. So um, pretty deep background in, in agricultural marketing. Okay. Talk about some of the experiences of working in the agricultural industry from a marketing standpoint. Agriculture has changed a lot in the, tw- in the last mm-hmm. 20 years. I mean, when I, was a, when I was young, we used to walk soybeans. So there was no Roundup Ready soybeans you actually literally had to go out with spray and spray the weeds out. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of technological change when it comes to agriculture. And I mean, I think that that changes the way then that we market to our consumers because as technology changes, the landscape of agriculture changes and our consumers change. And they they don't always know everything about um, what it is that we do in agriculture. I mean, you think about the way, what we see on television, you, you know, with reality TV and things like that. And anyone who has seen some of the way that agriculture is portrayed in the media, it's just not, ag- it's not accurate. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not a bunch of hicks walking around in overalls, um, driving tractors and talking to cows. I mean, that's not what happens. Mm-hmm. And so from a marketing perspective, it's more than just trying to sell a product it's also trying to sell a belief and uh and get past what people think the lifestyle is Mm -hmm. okay what is in your opinion what's the most important thing to consider when trying to connect with an audience the wants and needs of the audience is 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 the most important because as a marketer i can say oh i think that this is what they want but unless I ask them or unless I do my research to find out, I don't truly know. So I think it's about giving consumers what they want and playing up on the things that are important to them and uh, talking about the things that resonate with them and telling them about the benefits because every consumer wants to know what's in it for them. I mean, we all have that mentality. What's in it for me? Well, marketers have to tell them what's in it for them. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't tell them about this company or this product, somebody else is gonna do it. Mm-hmm. So it's about understanding what their needs are and then talking about what the, the things that those products and services can do that will meet those needs. Okay, why, talking about the audience, why do you think the millennial generation is such a sought after audience when it comes to the marketing for any industry, not just agriculture? Because there's so many millennials. 
Um, millennials are now comprising 83% of the population in the United States. That, that's huge, mm -hmm. right? And you think about how much disposable income millennials are going to have, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I know there's that stereotype out there about, you know, mom and dad are giving them the money and this, that, and the other. And while some of that might be true, millennials are out there doing their own thing and making their own money and making the own their own decisions about how they want to spend that money. So they're a huge market that everybody should be marketing to if they want to sell products. You know, not just in agriculture, but if we're speaking just about agriculture, you think about the family farm and how that's changing. Um, millennials are, in, in agriculture, this has been my experience, mm -hmm. a lot of them are going to college, coming, getting a business degree or whatever degree they want, and then coming back home and taking over the family farm, taking over the family business. So there's going to be a shift from when grandpa is making decisions or when dad's making mm -hmm. decisions to when that individual, the millennial, is going to be making the buying decisions. Mm -hmm. Do we buy a new tractor this year or do we wait three years? You know, mm -hmm. what company are we going to buy seed from? You know, mm -hmm. how, how, what are we going to feed our cattle this year? Mm -hmm. So you're going to see a shift in the decision making and who's actually writing the check for those products and services. Mm -hmm. So if you're not marketing to those millennials, well, they're not going to buy your products. Mm -hmm. And this is just a question from my standpoint. Would you consider millennials a more open-minded type generation? Because I know from my background, my grandfather does the same things he did about 10 or 20 years ago and doesn't really open his mind to new practices. Whereas, like you're saying, with a millennial, you can kind of talk to them and kind of, you know, bring about a new form of um, methods to them and they'll kind of consider it more. Would you say that that's pretty much true in that? I would agree with that. I mean, I don't want to, I don't yeah. want to, that's, I don't want to say that about everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because um, there are a lot of, a lot of the older generation that are absolutely open to new technology. Mm -hmm. But I would say that the millennials are more comfortable with yeah. technology because they've grown up with it yeah. and, and and I'll use my experience at Ag Leader Technology you know we would have customers that they were a little bit intimidated by mm -hmm. the type of technology that we were putting out so um, we would have to market to grandpa or dad mm -hmm. because they were the ones writing the check but it was actually the millennial, the son or the mm -hmm. daughter coming back from college that would be the one that would say, we have to have a yield monitor. We need to be doing variable rate mm -hmm. application because they weren't intimidated by a new way of farming. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so then they would go to grandpa or dad or whoever and say, we need this. But they weren't necessarily the ones that were writing the check mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Um, I think it comes more from just a, a person's level of comfort with technology. Yeah. But I do. I would also agree that there's something to be said about tradition. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that um, millennials just maybe haven't been around long enough to, to have those traditions yet. Yeah, that's true. You know, because they, they just haven't been around as, haven't lived as long of a life mm -hmm. as some of, like, a father or a grandfather. And I keep saying... Mm -hmm. I also want to step back and say, I keep using men in my examples. Mm -hmm. I could also be using grandma and I could mm -hmm. be using mom because mm -hmm. you're also seeing a shift in um, who's running the farm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. You, know, it, it, you I, even yeah. see it in the animal science department, too. Like, majority, it's like 60% 
women now compared mm -hmm. to what it was like years ago. Absolutely. Women have a much stronger leadership role today. Or, or maybe it's not even maybe it's not even today. I think we're just seeing it today mm -hmm. because women are more vocal. I know that when I was growing up, my mom did just as much work on the farm as my dad did, mm -hmm. and she worked. She stayed home with us kids until I was twelve, and I was old enough to watch my sister. So that's another thing that you know that you 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 are seeing change, not just technology, mm -hmm. but also women getting more of a. Um, kudos for playing an active role yeah. on the farm or on a ranch or just in agri agriculture in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it can be kind of an old boys club. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I, I can definitely relate to that because my grandpa, he had two girls and he's inherited the ranch from his father. And I mean, he had no choice but to teach them how to run the ranch and how to work the cattle and everything. And then, you know, my mom had my brother and he got that boy, that male aspect. But even then, when I was born, he treated me the same way. I mean, I got mm -hmm. the experiences. And I mean, I think now today, like you said, we are seeing more of the women taking an active role. And not just like that just starting, but like you said, we're seeing it now. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not even just an active role, you know, down in the dirt, mm -hmm. but it's also an active role. I mean, you see, look at the your typical animal science major here at A and M. Mm -hmm. It's not just guys; mm -hmm. it's also women. Also, um, now I'm being in the agricultural communications area. I mean, it is most; it's predominantly women. Mm -hmm. um, and I, but I think that's true of most communications programs in yes. general. It just tends tends to be more. Um, draw in more women than it does men but I hope that switch changes mm -hmm. you know I mean we're just in a, a really exciting time and I think that with the millennial generation you're going to see more of the stereotypes and the traditional ways that people look at things shifting mm -hmm. because um, you guys millennials are a fearless generation just in my experience Oh, definitely. I, I can agree with that. Um, going back to reaching an audience, what do you think is the best way to interact with an audience and get them to look at your product and then in turn buy it? I think that you need to um, you, you need to, as a marketer, be wherever and you need to engage in the conversation wherever millennials or your customers are engaging. So, um, you know, I, I think there's been a, a real trend that people are like, well, we've got to be on social media because everybody's on social media. And if we're not on social media, um, well, then we're not going to sell product. Well, mm -hmm. social media is important. And yes, millennials use social media, but you can't have that be your one tactic for reaching for reaching millennials because millennials also listen to the radio. They watch television. Um, they they go outside and they and they they might see advertising that's you know on a billboard or in a flyer um, you can't make assumptions and I think that's the biggest issue that marketers have is making assumptions and and when I put together a plan and when I teach my students how to put together plans it's all about being where they communicate the most and engage the most but also being in all those other places too mm -hmm. because you really only have seconds to get somebody's attention and you're not everybody's going to see your post. Not everyone's going to see your tweet. Not everybody's mm -hmm. going to hear your radio spot. Not everybody's going to pay attention to that 
print ad in the magazine they're reading. So it's about diversifying where you put your message in hopes of increasing the likelihood that somebody sees it and then Mm -hmm. wants to act upon it. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's not even about selling Mm -hmm. the product, but it's about building that brand up Mm -hmm. so that it's the first product that folks think about when they're ready to make a purchase. Mm -hmm. Getting that brand recognition. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, So kind of to close it out, how can the agricultural industry better connect with a younger audience? I, I think that the fact that agriculture is trying to do that is phenomenal, but I think that we get all really tied up in the science of everything. And I'm not discounting science because science is really important, but a lot, your general person walking down the street doesn't understand it. And so I think we try to back everything up with science, which is important, but when people don't understand science, then it just doesn't, it doesn't resonate. It's not personal. Um, and I'm going to say just a, a terrible word here for a second, but I'm going to say PETA. PETA is actually doing it right because they found a way to pull at people's heartstrings and get them to care about things. Mm-hmm. And so while I don't necessarily agree with their message, mm-hmm. um, I understand what they're trying to say because it's so clear and it's so obvious. And I think that sometimes our messages, agriculture's messages, get a little clouded. And we need to make things more clear, and we need to put them at a level where, um, where there's some emotion to it, and a little mm-hmm. bit less science. Mm-hmm. And I like that you brought up PETA because, like you said, while we may not agree uh, with the message that they're trying to spread, nobody can discount the fact that they've figured out how to reach an audience and how mm-hmm. to engage with them and get them to believe what they want. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if you received this phone call, but. Um, I got a call from Lily Tomlin the other day. Uh-huh. I, I picked, so you, did you see it on the news? Where, yeah. Um, and I, I, I thought, you know, my, my office phone rings, I pick it up, and it was Lily Tomlin, and she was telling me about how terrible the, you know, that Texas A&M is for the research that we're doing with, with animals and the dogs and things like that. And my first reaction was I wanted to hang up, mm-hmm. right? I did. But then I listened to the message. And, and for, if we're looking at that from a purely marketing standpoint, whether you agree with their message or not, it got my attention. And it got the attention of people all across campus. Mm-hmm. Right? Because what? It ticked us off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? First they had a celebrity endorser. Then, it, then they're, in, you know, they're coming into our offices. Mm-hmm. And then it's a message that not necessarily all of us believe in. But by golly, it got through. Mm-hmm. So what then happens if we get some mass message, we get agriculturalists out there talking about how, you know, chocolate milk does not come from brown cows and how GMOs are not dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if we did some, a campaign like that? And it wasn't us calling every campus, you know, phone on campus saying that A&M is doing something bad, but what if it's a good message? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm going to go out and do that. Yeah. but. You can think about those things and how we can turn the tables and and be a little bit more creative with how we're getting our messaging out there. So maybe we maybe we do, ladies, maybe we do need to get a GMO campaign going and call everybody up and say, (laughs) yeah, you know, it's I I don't know. I mean, that's those are the types of things I think about, Mm -hmm. because I think that we can learn from the marketing that other businesses are doing Mm -hmm. and even businesses that we don't necessarily agree with their message. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Uh, kind of to close it up, do you have any closing comments or anything else you want to leave us with today? Well, I'll, I, I, I will say this. I am very proud to be part of the agricultural community. I am especially proud to be at Texas A&M. And um, I am glad that I am part of the journey, my students' journey as they are going. Because it's this millennial generation that's going to be taking over the industry. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that I get to be part of the team that trains that millennial generation to, to conquer the world. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for coming in today, Lori. Yeah, you. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Lori, for such a great interview. Our goal here at Beef with Millennials is to provide our listeners with the facts about beef production so they can make an informed and conscious decision about adding beef to their healthy lifestyle. Keep a lookout for our next episode, and to stay up to date with this podcast and our other projects, follow us on Facebook at Ranch TV and on Twitter and Instagram at Ranch TVU. Until next time, this has been Beef with Millennials.